Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, I'm Jason Lynch with another Plan Vision Podcast. This is part two in a series on my takeaways from the Bogo Head Conference that I attended in mid-October 2022. Now, day two is really the first official day of the conference, and it was opened with a welcome by Rick Ferry. That was followed by a fireside chat with William Bernstein and Jason Zweig. Now, Jason is a well-regarded writer for the Wall Street Journal, formerly at Money Magazine, and he's an accomplished author of a number of books. William Bernstein is also a noted author of several books, and I love to share his 2014 publication, If You Can, with clients, friends, and family. It's the best primer that I have found on investing, and I've read a number of books. So a couple of comments in their discussion that stuck with me uh, for these two, for Jason and, and Bill. One thing they talked about is that expertise is pattern recognition. There's a whole field of study on this. And it was very interesting. I encourage you to take a look at uh, Google. That expertise is merely pattern recognition. Not everything in expertise, but a big part of it. And then they discussed what the biggest mistake that you can make is. And I, I, you know, it can be applied to investing. It could be applied to your entire life. The biggest mistake you can make is the inability to admit you made a mistake. That had a very good discussion. And then another comment is smart people can be stupid with money, investments, finance, with their loved ones, etc. Again, it was very interesting give and take. And I'll wrap up this section with a comment from Benjamin Graham and a little bit of a additional comment from Jason himself. The secret to happiness is learning to live well within your means. And Jason says, did he mean to live well within your means or to live well within your means? Jason Zweig thinks he intentionally left the sentence ambiguous. The next part of the day, was a panel with Rick Ferry, Jim Dolly, and Bill Bernstein. Two big takeaways to be a successful investor. One, your behavior over the long run is the most important factor. And sticking with your asset allocation through feast and famine, you want to avoid buying high and selling low. Another cool thing about the conference is they added a new wrinkle. There were two different tracks on day two. One track was geared toward the accumulators, led by Chris Mamula, Uh, And the other one, the other track geared toward retirees and pre-retirees, led today by Mike Piper, a.k.a. the Oblivious Investor. Now, Chris is a co-author of Choose FI Book and a contributor to the popular website, CanIRetireYet.com. Mike discussed Social Security along with tax planning before and after retirement. I attended Mike Piper's. Um, And, you know, he of course, let off with what's the most common question, uh, and it is when to file for Social Security. And according to Mike, there are three major factors. One, actuarial math. Two, longevity risk. Three, tax planning. Now, Mike has developed the free calculator called Open Social Security on his website. And he, he states, of course, that his calculator only takes into account the first factor, actuarial math. In other words, what filing ages would be expected to provide the greatest total benefits under my or our lifetime? Now, he directly stated, again, the calculator does not address the other two, longevity, risk, and tax planning. I have found many of our clients and many people I meet 
are focused only on factor one, how to get the highest payout of the benefits. But I encourage clients to instead consider how to maximize their assets on an after-tax basis. This method takes into account the other two factors, longevity risk and tax planning. Specifically, if you're making Roth conversions and if you do not need the cash flow, don't turn on your benefits. You're merely creating additional taxable income that you don't need. Again, if you're making Roth conversions and you don't need the cash flow, why would you turn on another source of taxable income? Now, I always have the corollary that if you need Social Security benefits for your quality of life, for your lifestyle, by all means, start benefits whenever you wish. Uh, But don't turn them on again because you're trying to outwit the government. Okay, in the area of tax planning, I again agree with Mike Piper. And he said that your Excel spreadsheets are fantastic. You should continue to use them, but not for your tax planning. It is far too difficult to condense the Internal Revenue Code into your spreadsheets, not to mention state and local taxes, if any. I'm looking at you, Maryland, with your 3.2% local tax for many people, and Ohio. Many Ohio municipalities not only have city local tax, they have school district tax, and they don't always get full credit from one municipality to the other. So Mike Piper tells people the best tax planning software is tax preparation software. Now, the two big boys in the room are, of course, H&R Block and TurboTax. I recommend whatever software you buy is buy the desktop version, the downloadable version of your software in November or December. That way you can do tax planning for the year end. Maybe you're going to make more Roth conversions. Maybe you're going to make charitable contributions. But if you're doing your planning in November, December, you have time to get it done within the calendar year. So highly encourage people, even if you have a tax preparer, go ahead and buy the software, spend the 50 bucks, buy it in November, December. It usually comes out around Black Friday and do your own modeling. It will make you a more informed investor because you will see exactly how taxes impact your investing decisions. Okay, now don't try to be clever and save five or 10 bucks waiting for it to go on sale in January because you have missed the boat on a lot of year-end planning, i.e. in the calendar year. Now, we had another good lunch, and after lunch, there was another breakout session. Again, uh, one for the accumulators and one for the retirees, pre-retirees. I attended the retiree, pre-retirees. It was moderated by Christine Benz. The panelists were Rob Berger, Steve Chen, and John Luskin. It was pretty fantastic. I'm not going to go into the detail here, but the uh, recording will be available on the Boglehead Boglehead website. After the afternoon sessions, we went on break. We had free time before the banquet. Uh, We had a large banquet with, again, 500-odd people there. And the king of the Bogleheads, Taylor Larimore, was inducted as the first person into the Boglehead Hall of Fame. Jack Bogle, in fact, referred to him as king of the Bogleheads. After the induction, Eric Balchunas gave an excellent presentation of his book, his new book called The Bogle Effect. Very interesting, uh, very neat to hear the backstory of, you know, John Bogle and the Bogle effect on the mutual fund, the investing industry. It ran, dinner ran till about 9.30. The banquet ran till about 9.30. It was a long day. I went right to bed. So that ended day two. 
and I'll return with a brief discussion on uh, day three. So again, I recommend if you can attend at least one Boglehead conference in your lifetime. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered. 